This week, we want to know your Disney confessions, and we're going to tell you ours. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is The Diz Unplugged. This is The Diz Unplugged, episode 738, for the week of September 9th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Jenny Lynn Knopp, sitting in for Pete Werner this week. And I'm joined at the table by my very good friends, Sean Thompson, Kathy Worling, Teresa Eccles, and Julie Martin. And then back in the production nook is our associate producer, Craig Williams. All right, well, we have an interesting segment for you today. We're going to be talking about confessions. Now, we all know that hardcore Disney fans do things a little bit differently. Sometimes these behaviors can seem a bit strange, and sometimes Disney fans, or often Disney fans, hide them. But we're going to come squeaky clean with those today, and um, have a few. we have a few of them that we're going to talk about of our own uh, personal lives. And uh, we're also hoping that you in the chat room today will be participating as well and giving us your confessions. We have Sean and Julie watching the chat room and they're going to be representing your voice as we discuss all (laughs) these very strange and unusual things that are uh, a little bit peculiar and specific to the Disney community. Should we make them anonymous and not? Oh, no, I'm calling them out. (laughs) In addition to that, we also have some confessions that I brought back from my mommy blogger days, and uh, we're going to start off with a few of those. So confession number one was brought into us by a Disney wife, Lisa, in Kazakhstan, and she writes, I opened a new bank account to save for my next Disney vacation. It's completely concealed from my husband. We live overseas, and there are no luxuries to spend on anything out here at all. So I figure that stashing away $60 a month is perfectly fine. Very nice. <laughs> Do we have anything, any, any type of uh, response to this? I don't, I don't see that as a problem. Back no, when but I had a husband, and I had a budget for food and whatever, and... If I went over, that was up to me to make it work. And if it was under, I got to keep. So if I wanted to put it in a checking, I wasn't into Disney back then, but I think that's okay to do. (laughs) Craig has a funny look on his face. I mean, no, I'm not touching that one. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not going there. Me neither. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll touch it. You really think she's from Kazakhstan? (laughs) She was. (laughs) I don't think that's, that's the issue. I think that's the, the part that you have issue. <laughs> I'm more worried about her safety, hiding stuff from her husband. Yeah, he could technically cut off her hands. I believe. Yeah, for that. that's. I, I have like it, there are different rules over there, right? I mean, like when I think this was maybe like a military family. Or okay, something. good because I'm, I was okay, really worried I for totally her safety. Thought that they were. Like, <laughs> regular people yeah no i i I think that they are americans living over in kazakhstan oh okay hide the money then (laughs) (laughs) we all do it well that's kind of you know we that's that's kind of what i thought we all kind of manipulate situations at times in order to um you know get we just get what we want for our trip to disney you know what i'm saying like yeah it's not usually like a a week or a two-week trip for us it's a day trip right right 
And I, my thought is, is that as long as it wasn't affecting the family's quality of life, yeah. then maybe there was no harm, no foul. But, you know, if if there was any way possible for her to kind of like warm her husband up to the idea of budgeting for Disney, that that would be the better route. You know, us but, women in our wily ways, we know how to work this. But, you know, some, some guys, you know, if they knew that she was collecting the money, it's collecting like, well, it how? You no, know, I mean holding on to the holding on to the money. You know, having her own. Then he would probably say, "Well, hey, I can go out and do this or that because you're already got the the Disney vacation taken care of." So you think she should keep it a secret? Yes, until it, it gets closer and say, "Oh, honey, look, I, saved, I found. You know, I found. <laughs> you know, I I've been saving. I found three thousand dollars. We can go to Disney. Yeah, you just say I've been trying to put a little money aside because I knew like you were concerned about us going to Disney. Here, I've helped you out." And do you do you think that that would maybe have a negative effect when he found out like no. now I don't like Disney because you're hiding secrets you're a from lying, me horrible <laughs> yeah. wife <laughs> helped like you out Kathy like he's the sole breadwinner and she's like in her heels and her little apron and oh geez don't go there because you know I'm not like that <laughs> I don't know next confession yeah <laughs> okay. Confession number two. Oh, wait, Sean, did you have something you were... Oh, no, I just... That confession stressed me out, so I think we should... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, confession number two. Disney dad Ben writes, I am a law student, and when lectures get too boring, I find myself browsing Disney websites instead of taking notes. So we're talking about daydreaming about Disney. In law school? In law school. That's really hard school. (laughs) <laughs> That's what I've heard. Keeping in mind, he's probably a, hopefully a lawyer by now or working at Disney. <laughs> Let's hope so. What do you guys think about that? The, think, the constant daydreaming about Disney when I you're supposed to be doing I think probably most things. people in one way, shape, or form. Ask, ask the listeners, like with the podcasts and stuff that are at work, that are watching the podcast. And minimize their screen when their boss walks yes. by. <laughs> you know? I think as long as it's the Diz, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I think that's pretty common for Disney Files. Uh, daydreaming, we just do it. And, oh. uh, you know, the truth is with our society, we, you know, we always have our phones with us or, or something with us. We kind of, I think, now are leaning towards that, you know, scooting in those little distractions throughout the day regardless. So a Disney fan's going to manifest that in a Disney manner, right? The, um, the daydreaming's okay. Just... Yeah, you know, to balance where it comes into your life. So if you're a doctor and performing surgery, you probably <laughs> right, don't right. want to be daydreaming about Disney. And it, the same goes for the lawyer. If I can have their name after the show, I'll never <laughs> hire them <laughs> just because I think they might have missed a couple things here and there. But I, it might be something daydream after you get home and you don't want to listen to your kids or oh. you don't. You don't really find Wheel of Fortune that interesting that night. So <laughs> I have to interject. This has nothing to do with what you just read, but this one makes me giggle. Okay. So, Cindy Schroeder, I have dressed up in one of my prom dresses, put on a playlist of Disney songs, think the ones that the princess sing, and put on a show pretending I'm a princess when I'm home. It's amazing. How long is, she's alone. Alone. is she home alone? alone. How long yes. has she been locked up? <laughs> <laughs> is she an adult? Um, I'm assuming I, she doesn't. It doesn't list her age. <laughs> She's putting on her princess dress and her old prom dress. Her old prom dress. Yes, you guys are and not about this. In the mirror. 
I am not above this. This might be something that I would do. And and uh, props to you for still fitting in that prom dress. Yeah, really. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, I'm going to do one more, okay? So uh, Paige Lou, um, she forces her husband to take video of everything in the parks. And let me preface this by saying that her husband is not as big of a fan as she is. And then she forces him to watch them when they go home over and over. <laughs> That's a young so marriage. If he like, still does that, that's. I'm like wondering, like, what does she? What does he film? Like the park bench, um, like the water fountain, or is it just like the hotel doing room? the robot right now? You know, if- you're voguing <laughs> and doing the robot. <laughs> that was me videoing. My that's how you do it, actually. I think Craig. That's how he does it too. <laughs> I love the expressions on Craig's face during this segment right now. It's kind of fantastic. Some of these are just really great. Well, going back to what Paige uh, said, my guess, because my dad used to do this when we would go on our Disney vacations, which was once or twice a year, he would videotape everything. And when I say everything, I don't mean the people on vacation. I mean the park, what was going on in the parks, especially being on the rides. Um, <laughs> probably the the biggest fail was when he tried to videotape Space um, yeah Space Mountain <laughs> because you can't see anything. <laughs> so we have I don't know what is it three minutes four minutes of home video where it's just <laughs> dark and shaky yeah with the noise in the back. I wasn't paying attention and that scared me. <laughs> I was watching and it scared me. <laughs> So I'm guessing, I'm guessing that uh, that is what she means. But I think that's also a common practice, except for maybe it's a little bit more updated these days where people go to YouTube and watch not just their own videos, but everyone else's videos. How many of these people that you see in the park that are videoing, maybe they go home and watch it once. Is it something you watch more than once? Well, I, I don't know. I have to say in our family and, you know, I've already said we're weird, but we would regularly watch those oh, really? videos. We would regularly watch our video. Probably our home videos of our vacations to Disney, we watched more than any other home videos that we As watched. As a family? Hmm. You sit down and watch them all together? Um, Sometimes. And then sometimes it was just, you know, factions of the family. I don't know. What you, you know, a couple of us here are a couple of us there. I, I mean, I actually, this is, I actually know someone that will, uh, she videotapes the fireworks shows and then at night before they go to bed, uh, she, her little girl will watch the fireworks show every night before she goes to sleep. So she can't sleep without fireworks. She's got to have those Disney fireworks. Okay. It, this hmm. is a true story. I'm not exaggerating here. I mean, different you know, I mean, different people like different things, but well, that as much as I like Disney, I don't know that I would do that. That one's not weird. I watch all of the videos on YouTube.com slash WDW info as often as I possibly can. For yeah, but when the up. child's an adult, say 35, married, and she pops in the, the fireworks in the bedroom at night before, so she can go to sleep. Because she can't sleep without it. I think that's... Okay, you also are talking to the person that when they stay at the Disneyland Hotel, they sleep with the Kiss Goodnight lights on at the bed. If, you, if you're familiar yeah, with I am, that. I am. Yeah, I mean, I, I sleep with that on oh, all the I'd time. Do that. People, yeah, yeah, but you can yeah. get to sleep without it. Uh, I'm just saying... If I don't you know about a, that. If you got... Is that why you haven't slept in two years? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running haggard. <laughs> haggard. You're so haggard. You're so haggard. Well, I have another, uh, we have another confession. Uh, dis- this is an interesting one. I'm definitely going to be, I want to hear what you all have to say oh about this. Gosh. D- 
Disney mom Molly writes, I have to confess that I feel like a traitor if I let my kids enjoy anything that isn't Disney. My four-year-old has been asking to play computer games on Nick Jr. And I want to tell him no. That's just wrong and mean. Well, she's not saying that she actually did it. She's just saying this is her impulse. I mean, like, you know... Finley likes My Little Pony, and that's not Disney. It doesn't, like, put a knife in my heart. <laughs> All 32 of her My Little Pony. Yes. <laughs> one by one. Craig's uh, this, scares, to everyone. this scares me a little bit, to be honest. Yeah, me <laughs> Go too. ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I just, I don't know. It's like something you'd see on, like, a TLC special. Crazy Disney fans. Yeah. Like, just let your kid like what they want to like. Right. And I... Yeah, I think that makes your life easier, because you know... We've all had kids, and they'll latch on to something that, if that keeps them happy, you're like, go ahead. And just because you're a Disney fan doesn't mean your children are going to be. And you can force them to go on vacation with you when they're little. But don't, you know, stuff it down their throat when they're home if it's not really what they want. I have three kids, and they're not all into Disney. (gasps) Oh, I think one of them isn't to Disney enough for the other two. (laughs) So I have to confess, I actually had this struggle when my kids were little because I was so loyal to the Disney brand that I just I wanted their whole world to be consumed by the Disney brand. But as you're saying, as they got older and they started to have interests of their own, I started to kind of panic because I I wanted them to love Disney as much as I loved Disney. So I had to get really creative in justifying this for myself. Um, and, and this might be something, I don't know if this is only Molly's struggle or if some of you out there have this struggle as well with brand loyalty. But um, I justified it because Disney... Um, incorporates different brands into their parks and different things that they're doing all the time now. You know, we've got Starbucks in the parks or, you know, like there's a Rainforest Cafe in downtown Disney and, you know, they have their version of Build-A-Bear. It's that Build-A-Dino, you know, thing. Um, so I kind of use that as my crutch to justify, all right, you can like Build-A-Bear because they had Maxine Clark of, you know, the Build-A-Bear Kingdom speak at the first Social Media Moms conference, you know, and then I was fine with it. I don't know, somehow that eased my conscious a little bit. But, um, you know, there's some cases where you can't do that. And in and, and those instances, I agree with you, Teresa, um, that you need to let your kid kind of go well, or, or, you know, maybe have a, have them do equal time, like with this computer equal game. Equal time, thing. you will watch well, Disney. Go, well, maybe may, I don't know, like maybe have them play on the Nick Jr. site and then also play on the, the Disney site. Um, it would but, just, it would be really sad if the kid is missing out on other non Disney stuff. Like take for instance the uh, the Peanuts holiday specials. Like, yeah, no, I agree. It's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown, and all that. Like all that that's really sad if they're missing out on it because their their parents holding out for Disney stuff. Not that there isn't some quality programming and other stuff from Disney, uh, but. Even going as far as I would say, like, let your kid watch Looney Tunes rather than watch some of the new crap shows that they have on. Just watch on Itchy Disney and Channel. Scratchy. Yeah. <laughs> or just watch not. I mean, no, I don't know. Nothing. I, I agree. I and, agree. And, and, you know, the same goes for, you know, when your kids are little, your children are small, Julie, yours are young. You can put Disney things in their room and you can decorate for them, but at some point, they they're going to start shredding own. the sheets and throwing the crap out on your desk and 
Not that that happens at my house. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's you kind have of, a sheet shredder. <laughs> but you know, they're gonna they're gonna say you know it's it's cute, it's nice, but. I like this more, or I'm more interested in this. Yeah. And, you know, on the other hand, my kids weren't old enough. We weren't into Disney when, when they were younger. We started coming. They were 9, 12, and 15. But So they didn't really grow up with Disney, but now two of them actually work for Disney. So it's not like you have to have Disney in your life to end up there. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing, too. I think that probably a lot of people find this. Um, even if you let your kids go their own way with whatever they like in their interests as you know they should have the freedom to do that a lot of times as we grow up we get sentimental and nostalgic about the things that were in our childhood and if um, you know when they were young and you had more control over it and were decorating their rooms for Disney or you took them to, on their Disney vacations all the time I think a lot of times people return to that oh definitely you know definitely. so you know because they that's that's kind of where I come full circle with this is you know or, or I did in my own personal life, kind of letting it go because, and just hoping, you know, and believing that m- most likely my kids are going to be big fans of the Disney brand as I was because they have an attachment to me and I have an attachment to that. So, um, all right. Well, I, I, before we go on with more that I have, I wanted to yeah. open it up. I've collected a few. Okay. So, Karen Telemantis. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, Karen. Uh, she says that I confess I check the ride weights every single day, and I'm nowhere near the parks. Oh, I read that. Yeah. So it's a little something, something. <laughs> well, I I don't know. I think if if you're curious, I mean, oh, I, if I were in Magic Kingdom right now, what would the wait for yeah. Jungle Cruise be? You're sitting on the toilet. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> but you're just- <laughs> I, can see that. I have things that I check on every day that aren't Disney related, but I'm not going to say what it is. That I do it every day just to the Ann Taylor Loft message boards. Yeah, just to <laughs> stay connected with what I like. Yeah. yeah. So. So this is the Disney version of that. I think that's interesting, actually. Maybe she's uh, gathering one. her own uh, information for when she actually. Can does I just get say, yeah. poor Nevin. I've been reading all of Pages. Okay, I think we could make a whole show about Pages <laughs> confessions. Actually, She's I ha- confessing one after another. Oh, yes. I have another one, actually. Oh, my. Um, when I'm working out, I use the old Disneyland sing-alongs to run on, uh, run to on the TV. So she watches She's using it in her fitness The ones routine. with, like, the bouncing ball that yeah. shows you what to say. I love those. I, I have a few of those, actually. I like those videos. <laughs> Disneyland one is Never the best. Honey, you need to call me. We'll, we'll work you through it. I, I have on my um, iPod... I have a whole lot of music from the Disney attractions. And when I'm on the plane, I listen to it. And, you know, it relaxes me. I think that's... No, I do listen to Disney music when I'm working as a travel agent. Because that does, I guess that's, you know... Yeah, I actually It helps have. you stay in the happy mood you should be in when you're selling Unless travel. you're on hold for four and a half hours. Yeah. I actually have a confession that corresponds with that. A Disney dad and Corey in Texas, he writes, I play Disney ride soundtracks in my office. I'm obsessed with my 27-minute track of the Haunted Mansion, complete with breakdown announcements. So it's the same thing, uh, maybe a little bit more in-depth because he's got the actual breakdown announcements in his, in his soundtrack. But, you know, it's a way of uh, connecting and mm-hmm. making feeling like that you're there without being able to be there. Yeah. And it's a way to take a little stress off your life that um, I I like the music from Soren, and if I'm on a plane and it's just very relaxing and you can just sort of it's like you make your own video in your head of what might be going on when the music's playing. 
well, relaxes me. Disney's always done a really good job of trying to get their music out there. And so it's always been something that you can take home after your trip and listen to it. And I think a lot of people actually respond more to Disney music in general in their daily lives than a lot of other things are just looking at a picture. I mean, mm -hmm. whenever I do work out, I listen to uh, some of the, the background loops for the areas and the parks because those are about 40 minutes sometime. Mm -hmm. It varies. They're usually that long, but... You know, that's how if, long you do jazzercise for? That is. Um, <laughs> oh. I'm getting really good at prancercising also. Oh, It works. Yeah. I, I like music. He is a brony. He's a brony. Yeah. He's a brony. Yeah. There was a brony. <laughs> well, and the truth is also fundamentally in doing that, in listening to the, the songs, it's... Um, you know, doing it to, to take you to that place, you're really, fundamentally, you're associating it with like really good memories of things that you did with people that you love. So, and that's actually a very healthy thing, mm -hmm. I think. And also, it's, I don't see the difference between doing this and, you know, maybe a, a coworker or whoever it is that has some kind of obsession with 80s music. You know, right, it's, right. it's the same idea, just a different manifestation of it. What else do we have? Okay. Uh, Robert Ross says, I have a confession that I carry around with me a separate container that oh. I use to collect. What's he collecting? <laughs> <laughs> Let me get through it. Use to collect all of the Mickey head confetti at the restaurants where we eat. Then when I'm at home, I spread them on the bed for, for grown up time. <laughs> no, he does not say that. I apologize. Oh. <laughs> I edited the end of it. He spreads them on the dinner table. Oh. <laughs> I liked your version better because I could incorporate that with Kelvin wearing the Mickey ears. Let's hear about <laughs> it. <laughs> what just happened? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, we used to, when they used to have the printed napkins and the, the colorful silverware, when we used to live in Pennsylvania, I would take extra so that we could have like a Disney night at home and that was always a big deal that you know hey kids we're gonna pretend like we're at disney tonight but now it's just you know generic yeah. everything i do that at chipotle as well too <sighs> i uh collect handfuls of napkins it's so embarrassing <laughs> being with them at chipotle so. <laughs> <laughs> so every night i feel like i'm eating at chipotle because okay. i See? haven't bought paper towels in about two three years now Craig, we're not talking i do the very oh same thing and it's from chipotle too thank you we're, we're not talking like this size stack special we're talking what? like this many napkins from chipotle oh oh, oh. i think you should just keep the camera on Teresa because she just keeps sitting there with that look Craig, you need help son i'm sorry listen whenever you're slight, not teach you when anything? you're slightly poor you find ways around the system <laughs> He's okay. saving money on napkins. Exactly. Um, I know because I'm there with you. <laughs> Since Ferris isn't here, I'm gonna I'm gonna confess something for him. Um, he loves to go in his sister's room and dress up like a princess. His current favorites are Anna, Cinderella, or Tinkerbell, which she's technically not a princess, but. But he's um, openly doing he's not hiding in there. Oh no yeah. no 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 and he doesn't And she's hide. okay with it? Well she has to, he has to sneak in there when she's not uh. looking. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he comes out and we're like, Oh, Princess Anna <laughs> Max used to do that. So cute. <laughs> I mean, I don't care, he's five. Right. Yeah. And he really no. he loves it. Yeah. If that keeps him happy and it you know, why not? Oh, yeah, exactly. Like I said, I'm not above dressing up in my old prom dress and pretending to be a princess either. <laughs> you know, like we don't if you went to our house, we don't have like Disney everything. 
Ours is really more like subliminal, I guess. Um, Corey, he's a really big fan of Salvador Dali as well as Walt Disney. They're two of his artistic heroes. And so we have two serographs from Destino, if anybody knows what that is. It's the movie they made in like the 1930s or so together. Um, so if you didn't know what they were, you'd have no idea they were Disney related. And then I have a few prints from like Festival of the Masters that I collect, um, a Mr. Toad, a Sleeping Beauty one, um, and a Mickey Mouse and a hot air balloon. And they do hang above my desk, but other than that, you won't find anything Disney except for in Ferris and Finley's rooms. Yeah, that's about like mine. My desk, while I'm working, is I've got some Disney tchotchkes, mostly retro-looking things, or, or Edna. Yeah. And I don't know why I even started with Edna, but she kind of dominates my desk. I but, act, No, go ahead. But, you know, I can live without her, so it's not like I'm going to freak if someone <laughs> takes it all away, but... But, but it's, you know, still, it's you still you manifest comforting. Your, yeah, along exactly. with my childhood memories. I, I actually have a, another confession of somebody that wrote in that goes along the lines of what Julie said. Disney wife Kristen in Tennessee wrote, "I have hidden Mickey's throughout my house, and only one person has ever actually noticed that they're there." <laughs> so it's the same thing where it's a very subtle way of expressing. You know, our houses they are an expression of ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, and our interests. And so, of course, a Disney fan is going to do that. And there are the people that, you know, just have hordes of Disney collections, you know, vinylmations and curio cabinets and uh, videos and I magazines lining the bookshelves. But I've got a question. And, and what do you think of the people? And I'm not judging. I'm just qu- asking the question. Okay, be careful. <laughs> I'm going to be careful because I'm not judging at all. I just don't understand it. That do their Christmas trees completely in Disney. Oh, I'm that person. Are you that person? I am that person. But what about the other aspects of Christmas, like baby Jesus and... You know. Oh, well... <laughs> oh, those ones? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the traditional Christmas things. Well, I don't know if you saw last year, but underneath our Christmas tree, we had a fair amount of Disney on our tree, but Katie recreated, like, um, they were going to see the three wise men and baby Jesus was being born. We had the manger there, but then we had all kind of Disney buses and... Heading up to the manger? Yes, underneath the tree. So we sort of did both. It's a very creative way to incorporate both (laughs) themes of Christmas. Yes, we had like, you know, the parking lot. Yeah. Yeah, we sort of did a Disney and Disney meets. I have a few Disney ornaments. Me too. And and they're hanging proudly on my tree along with, but it's usually commemorating something like this yes. you know, this was a trip or, are too. or someone sent it to me and it means something to me or I just liked it because it was all retro-y and, and kitschy looking but I I just can't see doing the entire tree well Teresa Disney. I have a really beautiful um, nativity ornament that I put in the center of my tree mm-hmm. because like you I believe Jesus is the reason for the season yeah. <laughs> but um, like most of my our Disney ornaments are something that either I've collected for the kids like every year they get to pick one that right. they like um, and then we have a really cool vintage one that uh, Kenny Eddowes gave us for Corey. It's a vintage Donald ornament that mm-hmm. used to hang on his own personal family That's tree. Sweet. Oh, wow. And so it takes a really special spot. We just got it last year. Um, but Your whole tree I is just, not... I mean, I love Disney, but I'm not that crazy. I'm not going to have a whole Disney tree. I have a whole Disney tree. Complete. And there's nothing on it but Disney. Um, well, yeah. But, I mean, it has to do with what you were saying, like, we all get new a new Disney ornament every year, each person in the family. And then we were also given a monorail, so we have a monorail that circles the tree. But I will say, it's not, I'm not, I don't have everything 
all of my decorations are not Disney, but the tree is. But I have a nativity scene that okay. sits on my shelf, and I actually have a lot of uh, a snowmen. I decorate with a lot of snowmen, yeah, but snowmen. but the tree, the tree is Disney. Okay, except for the cool. tree skirt, which is Pottery Barn. <laughs> oh, splurge! <laughs> <laughs> I just was wondering, you know. Cause... Well, I have a keg that goes under my Christmas tree. My Christmas <laughs> is it a Christmas awesome. ale? A Christmas ale. Wow. Yeah. I'm sad. So, well, we, yeah. Okay. So home decor, decorating. Um, I like it when people are more subtle about it. I think that's kind of cool. It's like a secret society type thing where, you know, you know, the inside joke. Yeah. Like the hidden Mickey lady. Yeah. Whoever noticed them in her house is also a big Disney fan. They right. have to be. Exactly. Exactly. Well, my office, I have a lot of Disney stuff in it, but I figure it's my office. I can decorate it. How it's your I whole want. house. You can do whatever you want. Right. And so it's like when I look up and across the wall is a Caribbean beach picture and I have um, Disney paint cans above. I have my collection of the Mickey ears. Um, I have a wall now that's got um, Kevin John's pictures on it. So no matter where I look in my <laughs> office. She has a KJ shrine. <laughs> yeah. So Disney stays in your office. Is Disney in your kitchen? No. Not at all? No. I would no, think most people, if they do it, they restrict it to a certain room. Like they have a Disney bathroom or they have a Disney kitchen or a Disney bedroom. I, do, I think it's rare for people to have an entire Disney house. Not that oh, no one I, does. I, I would not say few. that. I would no? say that there are I've, lots of people I've that have an entire, entire Disney house. I've been in a few. Okay. And I found it fascinating. It just fascinates me. But do they have other stuff? Like I know I have something of Disney in every room of my house, which is only three rooms. So that's not that much. But... Uh, <laughs> You know, I have I have pictures, and then I have tchotchkes here and there. But then I also decorate it with other stuff. Are we talking about strictly Paper plates only? And cans. No, I have it's real. I have never real stuff. Thank you. <laughs> I have real stuff. What's your style, stuff. Craig? What's my style? Um, I would call it chic with a bit of sophistication. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I do. You do mean to laugh. <laughs> I don't even know what I just said. I don't, I don't it doesn't you know. make sense. I'm trying to picture it. I'm like, wow, I'm impressed. Like, wow. I have to say, I'm obsessed with a little orange bird. I love him. I think he's adorable. But like, when I go look at the merchandise, I'm like, I don't know where he would fit in my in house. In your world, yeah. yeah. Just because I love something doesn't mean I want it in yeah. my house. And so I'll see, buy it for someone else to see what they can do with it. No, my bedroom and my bathroom Mickey that's connected sheets, to... Mickey sheets, Mickey no, 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 no. It's my lighthouse. I like lighthouses. So that's sort of like my nautical So area. you have themed rooms. Well, the, those are my office and my bedroom. <laughs> I mean... The anchors away room. <laughs> but it, it makes wow. me happy. I figure it's my house. Maybe that's why I don't think... Of, I, I know I'm not a decorator because I couldn't decorate my house for everybody who may come to my house. I decorated my house for me. And you should, for sure. And, you know, someone could walk into my kitchen and dining area and say, Lord, you love Mickey Mouse. It's red and it's yellow and it's black, uh. but it... It's been that way long before Mickey Mouse was invented. It. Yes, long before Mickey came along, <laughs> I was doing that. But, you know, I never thought about it. I didn't do it because of Disney or Mickey yeah. Mouse, but I just like those colors. You know, I actually saw casual online chic. Once. There was a there was a, an article about um, pe- uh, people who had a house and they would theme each room after an attraction at Disney. But again, it was like that secret code type of thing. So like they had a um, Big Thunder Mountain railroad room. 
Well, but, oh my god, but it was on a roller like, coaster bed. <laughs> no, no, like, oh my, that would be with fun. The, no. with the Mickey ears and the oh boy. <laughs> okay. Um, no, but it was like all, you know, the Western Big Thunder Mountain theme yeah. type stuff, but it didn't like scream Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah. yeah. Right. That so Western, stuff. and then they had a then futuristic room. room. Yeah, and another room was, I don't remember all of the attractions, but they, they had different rooms. I think that's actually a very creative way to incorporate Disney if you're going to do right. it. Because it's, it's again, it's it's subtle. And a lot of the attractions come with themes themselves. So, you know. Yeah. So if I painted my back office like purple and added a few things people would you think would it be... was really subtle for figment oh yeah i That'd could be, get away with that yeah, absolutely yeah, maybe had a purple, yeah. Room purple, subtle. purple yeah. and orange <laughs> <laughs> there are um disney paints though paint colors out they, there oh yes so, that's what some of my you know pink disney um remember a couple years ago it was the volunteer event and they had different paint cans so i have those and then somewhere along the line disney had some paint cans that had like paint like dripping off of it like Disney official mm. colors. You took them? So, no, we bought them. Oh. Um, but I have like an open area, you know, before you get up to the ceiling where I have all my paint cans and stuff. It means That's something cool. to me. Yeah. yeah. All right. I have another confession, which is Yours personal? Go ahead. No, no. Oh. Um, but actually, this is really applicable to me at this point in my life. Um, single Woman B writes, I'm a single woman that loves to go to Disney. I won't date a guy that can't understand the whole Disney thing. I've broken up with guys because of this. Okay, I think that's a little far, I have to say. Because when you told me this earlier, what if she's like throwing her soulmate out the window? But is he really her soulmate if they don't have this big obsession in common? Yes, he yeah, could be. He could be. He could well, be. my late husband, I used to love going to the beach. And he wanted no parts of it. <clears throat> and I'd drag him along and he'd just sort of stay in the room. You know, for the week, and but he'd let me do whatever I wanted to do. So now, as a single person who's really into Disney, um, I could tolerate somebody who wasn't into Disney, Disney as much as I am. But they would have to understand that Disney meant a lot to me. And if you're going to start interfering with me interfering. going to the, what, right? <laughs> it's actually, actually, I understand. It's actually, a good word to use. <laughs> you know, saying like, "Well, you can't go to the parks, or you can't do this, or that kind of stuff." Then I would kick him to the curb. Well, he's a domineering. But right. so you don't need to be with well, him. Well, Scotty P says my wife who doesn't she doesn't love Disney as much as I and we connect on way more than that. That's what right, I'm saying. Right. I mean, your relationship has to be based on more than Disney World. Yes. <laughs> I mean, oh, I would yes. hope so. Yeah. This I has guess... turned into the Disney View. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a ladies only show. I feel like I should move to the nicer. back. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sean. What we'll do you let you interject about? here in a second. Um, well, I guess that depends on the the Disney fan and the degree of the obsession. Because if a person is genuinely obsessed, like this is a consuming thing for them. They need help. Well, they might. <laughs> but they, a relationship with someone who doesn't share that same degree of Well, you know what? I don't think they'd be, be looking in those places anyway. Right? If you're like totally and all-consuming obsessed with Disney, you're not going to go somewhere to look for a man or a woman or You can or use DisneyBoards.com to find your... Uh, your there you go. <laughs> then you're not going to find... DizDating.com. <laughs> you know, you're not going to find the person. You're going you're gonna to end up with somebody like that, I think. What yeah. was her screen name again? B. I just have B. Okay. B-E-E. -E. Never mind. B. Arthur? I don't know. Just B. B. Arthur. From the grave. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Should I read another one? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So I need to make it up to Robert Ross because I feel like I embarrassed him and he's no longer in chat. So <laughs> I'm going to read another one of his confessions. 
take it. My confession is that when my family travels, we always make a reservation at Kona Cafe or K-May Cafe for breakfast in order to get into the resort parking lot and avoid having to pay for the parking. Oh. That, that mm. is a confession, but... That's kind of like... Yeah, that's... But it's also good. I mean, from what the way he presented it, it seems like he does follow through with the reservation mm-hmm. and he eats there. So I think that's a great tip. So it's actually strategic vacation planning. And you get a good <laughs> meal out of it. You said, hey, he, look, he just said, he, I'm here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Robert Ross. <laughs> but he, he makes the reservation and then he eats and then he goes off to the From park. what I understand, I, I'm not channeling him, but yeah. <laughs> speaking his voice for us. Right. Okay, Tongue, I'm tongues. Robert Ross. <laughs> I'm Robert that Ross. Because see, that's where my Disney side would say you can't do that, or you shouldn't do that. Why? If he's eating there. If he eats there, but then you don't go off to the park and leave your car in the parking lot. Why? Why? Oh, you're getting nitpicky. Why? Just being well, really, really legalistic. You think yeah. he's cheating? I'm just saying that the next person then that wants to come eat it at whatever restaurant and you've taken a spot or you're staying at that resort and you can't find a parking spot because somebody's... So let me ask you this. If you have a reservation in the morning for Kona Cafe, you eat your breakfast and then you say, oh, I want to go to Magic Kingdom. You would make the effort to move your car to the Magic Kingdom parking lot? I would have parked my car in the Magic Kingdom no, parking well, if lot. You're eating, if you're eating breakfast and you decide to go to Magic Kingdom. Yeah, like... Uh, it's yeah, the I, same. Yes, it's I probably would issue. move my car. Okay. Yes. Well, but... That's just me. Well, all right. Thank you for clearing up a parking space for the rest of us who... Who will stay there all day long. We are cars there. And I won't even eat a meal. <laughs> I don't know who it was, but earlier someone mentioned that they will peruse the Disney menus when they're not anywhere near Walt Disney World and play What Would I Have If I Was There Today? <laughs> oh, wow. That has a sad outcome, though. <laughs> not when you go to your lean cuisine. <laughs> not the same <laughs> well um, you know even along those lines when i lived in pennsylvania and i'd be on the dis boards and people would be posting pictures all the time that it's like it's a cold snowy day there's three feet of snow outside my window i would look at what was going on down at disney world and i've said this a number of times that you know that when i finally was lucky enough to be able to move here that i wanted to be able to repay that favor so i started posting pictures on the dis because I, you know I like the fact that there's this big community of people who get it. And so I posted my pictures so that other people who were back at their house could see them. And I can remember when the hurricanes came through the first time and I was taking pictures of the hold downs. There's like little screw screw holes in the sidewalk. And I took pictures of all kinds of things and people went, oh, thank you. I always wondered what they did. So, you know, I might think it's weird taking a picture of something, but I know that there's somebody else out there in the Disney community that enjoys seeing that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And they can't be here, and I'm here. It's the least I can do. Yeah. Go okay, ahead. I have to say, this yeah. one, okay, so the lady I was talking about earlier, her name's Christina, by the way. She's like, that's me. But she has another confession that I'm really impressed with. Okay. Um, when her sister was on the college program back in the early 90s, one of her coworkers snuck a Domino's pizza and a bottle of Captain Morgan into the Magic Kingdom. She says, best lunch ever. I know how you got the captain in there, but I'm just not sure how you got the pizza. Wow. You're allowed to bring food in there. But, well, they snuck it in. But If I it's mean, in like, a cooler, you can bring your own lunches and stuff. I know, but like, what do you, if you put the pizza in a backpack, it's going to get ruined. Like, I'm totally trying to figure out how they got this pizza in without, like, ruining it. Uh, we need clarity. Wow. Because you're not the first person to sneak alcohol into the Magic Kingdom. Yes, she is. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, that is a really serious confession. Right I actually have a really good one from the same person, uh, Christina. Uh, and this one's actually really kind of, I don't know, it's, it's sweet, but I don't know, kind of sad at the same time. Every time I leave Disneyland Park, I turn to the fire station second floor, blow a kiss, and say, thanks, Walt. Oh, that's nice. Aww. Yeah, that's, that's a really yeah. nice like little tradition. We're all <laughs> melting. <laughs> I don't think I could ever do it. I'd be embarrassed. Visually, so everyone can see. She's well, I think she goes, attention, attention, everybody. Please watch <laughs> me do this. <laughs> and then she does a real dramatic. <laughs> wow. Oscar-worthy performance. Yeah. Okay, along those, geez, I'm going to come off like the weirdest person on the planet. We already for did. For all of ahead. these. But um, back before... You know, um, Pete and the Diz paid for my annual pass. I had a thing that as my, you know, because I would try to time it so, you know, to a payday or whatever to get the next annual pass. So I sort of like knew when I was going to buy the next annual pass, but I would do a farewell to the parks before my annual pass ran out. A song and dance or what? No, just go to each park like, okay, it might be a couple weeks before I come back and see you. It's just my silent. And Kitty goes, oh, Mom, get real. You live here. You can go to the parks whenever. <laughs> but in my world, not going to a park in two Not having weeks, the option to go right, to the park. Right, right. To, to know that I couldn't go to the parks when I wanted to, and it might be two weeks before I get back to a park. So I would do a farewell to the parks and ride my favorite thing in each park. <clears throat> Like I'm, I'm just hearing uh, James Blunt could buy my lover in my head. <laughs> <laughs> well, when wow. we first moved here, I didn't have an AP yet, and I there was a problem with me getting one because there ended up being um, a complication with my marriage license and my social security card and whatever. So it took a really long time for me to get an AP. So instead... I would take the kids and we would just go to Disney property and do the things that we could do for free. So we'd go just to ride the monorail and ride the mm -hmm. monorail a little bit. Um, or we'd go and we would just sit in the Grand Floridian lobby and, you know, the kids would dance around to yeah. the piano in the, in the lobby um, and that kind of stuff because I wanted to be at Disney, but I couldn't be in the parks. So right. we just, uh, we did it no AP style for a while until I was able to get mine. But do we have anything else? Um, I have one that I believe to be a sin against Epcot. Okay. And it's from Jillian Smith. Oh, bring it on. She said that she has hardly been in any, like spent any extended time in any of the countries besides the UK. And I know why, because probably for beer, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know really, why. It really like hurts my heart because I go Sacrilege. in every country, every time I'm there. Like I love to go in the shops. I love to look around. I have to watch the France movie. Welcome to France. Julia's it's just an my equal favorite. opportunist. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we first started coming to Disney, I never went back to World Showcase till I lived here. So that was six, seven years. We just always, and Epcot to us was a really big deal to get to go to Epcot. We just always <laughs> tell us why. World. What were you going to Epcot for? Big, figment. Jeez, <laughs> Teresa. Just wanted you to say it out loud. Yes, figment. In Innoventions, back when Innoventions was cool. <laughs> Are you like you acting like a police investigator or something? <laughs> Your posture is. Like, Tell us why. A little bit hostile. <laughs> like leaning into it. I just heard what Kathy's saying today. She's just like a big old freak. I didn't know she was. <laughs> For seven, eight years, and good God. 
And this is why we call them confessions. Okay. I have another confession that was uh, sent in by a grandma who signed her confession, Anonymous. And she writes, I'm a church organist. The week before every trip, I play Disney music for the prelude and again at the end of mass. So she's talking about bringing Disney into her career. Which and the church is okay with this? I, I don't know if they know the difference. <laughs> if she's playing something instrumental. On an organ, it doesn't sound the same. <laughs> well, but how many times do you see people in the Diz that um, ABC uses the music from Illuminations quite often? And people go... I was watching the news and they played Illuminations. Oh my god! I think I think that's okay to do. Yeah. In a church, though. Yeah, that kind of that's. I that's, think that actually makes church no, kind of cool. I actually like yeah. that. Idea. I normally hate it, but that makes it worth it. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll go. I'm just gonna shut up. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I just I, think it's kind of odd. What, okay, so it's Catholic, right? Well, she says mass. So mass. I'm so we're assuming it's Catholic, it right? I'm sure. So that's what you Catholics can do. Baptists, they would they would call that right now. I don't out. think you really can <laughs> do it. She probably just maybe it's just in her head. And she's not really too. playing it out loud. I, I think she's really playing. She's it. She's also locked Teresa. up. I think. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you get in a Baptist church, they're going to know that's not. That's not how great thou art. I think no, that's right. I think that the bigger picture here is the idea of bringing Disney into your career if you don't have if you like if you don't work at Disney. You know how many of us do that? I think a, a lot of us do. I, I, I have a big cruise ship at my work. Oh wait, I work for a travel agent. Yeah, all of us. Kind <laughs> of, we have made it our careers, but um, you know, like I know lawyers that have you know the desk ornaments you know that are disney and i know i know lab technicians that wear a disney shirt under their white lab coat every day every single day i know a teacher that um has his desks in a hidden mickey formation you know i think there's a lot of people does anybody i understand the teacher i mean like you know it's like i looked at the photos of nicole mancini her classroom and she has a lot of inspirational like disney posters which by the way and it's amazing i have to say i was like um i wish my fifth grade classroom looked like that (laughs) you know but once again there just needs to be boundaries uh i'm gonna call upon the friends episode uh where the baby i believe it was uh is it phoebe's triplets and fonzie (laughs) the the fonzie doctor Yes. Um, there, there needs to be a separation. If you're in some type of profession, keep keep your obsessions out of what you're doing in the workplace. <laughs> well, but that's where you can be subtle. So, for example, the church organist. You that's know, no. The if people she's piping not, out. That's if not she's, subtle. If she's playing the Mickey Mouse Club, then for come a, on. No, no, <laughs> it's the Mickey Mouse Club. Let's get the ladies some credit. Hot dog, hot dog. <laughs> I'm, assuming, I'm assuming that she was playing something like the Illuminations music. Um, we will go on. That's very inspirational. Yeah, that Tapestry of Dreams or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Something like, I'm assuming something along those lines so that it's very subtle. Like, for example, okay, so I used to work in a restaurant. And everything that you do in a restaurant is... Um, you know, there's an order to it and there's things you have to, you have to dress a certain way, you have to talk a certain way, you have to look a certain way. But still, um, whenever anybody would ask me where the restroom is, well, I'd do a Disney two finger point. Oh, I still do that. You know, and that was my way of Mm -hmm. kind of being the Disney fan at work. Or is it just ingrained into you to do that? Because that's the way you like to point. 
No, it was because I know that at Disney they do a two finger point. It's because okay. it's it's not as. Well, I know why they do you know. it, but I'm just saying. So you took took that on, and you're thinking, "Ooh, here's my little bit of." D- <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> is, <laughs> that was the only thing I could okay. do. So that's what I did. Interesting. <laughs> I think Teresa's like the judge today. I feel really bad. I'm not being judgy, really. I'm just yes, no judgment zone. No, I'm not judging anybody. I huh? agree with you on this one, Teresa. Yeah, okay. it's wrong. <laughs> I can't do Disney two finger point. No, I, I hate the Disney two finger point. <laughs> I prefer the Universal whole hand because they're going to welcome you out with their entire hand and not just two fingers. Kind Disney of, tells so, you to do either. Airplane-ish, right? Like, let's go really? the airplane this way. <laughs> I know. I, I kind of like it. I kind of like it. Well, anyway, do we have anything else um, happening in chat? Everyone's talking about Apple stuff. Okay. Well, <laughs> well then, no. Corey teases me because I watch Watts once upon a time. Oh, God. I forgot it already. <laughs> she had to say I it did again. just forget it. <laughs> she had to say it again. And I'm not the only person that calls with this. All the fans do. So I'm just, you know, becoming a new fan. I've just recently started watching it over the summer. Um, Taylor and I watched the first 44 episodes in three weeks. And um, I started season three, which has introduced Ariel to me, which is totally cool. No spoilers. I haven't watched it yet. Well, telling you who's on the show is okay. not spoiling okay. anything. Okay. And Peter Pan and things like that. But he actually came to bed while I was still watching an episode and he started to talk to me and I was like, um, no talking. <laughs> I'm like, I'm watching my show. But I've always loved fairy tales and Disney especially. I grew up only with the movies. I really wasn't as familiar with the parks because I visited one time between the age of five and 20. Um, but I love it. I love that they are real people. I love that they have brought them to the adulthood. Um, I just can't get enough. Yeah. Well, they found a, a way to Poor make these Corey. things that we <laughs> that we do in our childhood and make it a little bit more mature and acceptable for adulthood. And apparently Julie is very religious about her show. What? Um, <laughs> and watching. one day there'll be better actors what? and actresses on that show. We can hope the, the acting gets better. <laughs> All right. I, just, I have a couple more Sorry. here. Maybe um, they'll cast Lana Del Rey. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not John Mayer. I'll have to quit watching hey, the show. Yeah, you would hate it. <laughs> well, Kid Rock's already been cast. So. Can, you, can you tell that we spent the weekend together? Yes. <laughs> just wrong. All right. Well, moving on. Okay. Disney dad Kevin in Washington writes. Disney did? Dad. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Father. Um, he writes, I visit the Magic Kingdom via Google Earth. I drive from my house to Orlando, and when I get there, I listen to audio guides as I go through the park, but I've never really left home. So this is a case of planning an imaginary vacation that's not actually going to be taken. Okay, so okay, so he, he has Google Earth open, and he'll trace the route, just yeah. scrolling down the screen. While listening to music. Um, I, he makes the road trip from wherever he lives. How long does this take, maybe? I I don't have those specifics, John. It, it's got to be in real time, so right. you know he'll 45. stop at he'll stop at a Burger King every now and then, <laughs> a rest stop. Uh, he'll just randomly flick off the screen yes. and, and scream. All obscenities. the road rage is yeah. still there. Yeah. Well, what do we think about planning a vacation that's not going to happen? Oh, I think that's horribly planning depressing. An it imaginary is depressing. vacation. It is depressing. But if you that know, helps get him through the day, I was going to hey, say go I think it. the opposite actually. Kevin. It makes me like want to like you know start a fund to sponsor this guy and like help him have a trip. Well, and yeah. where's his family? Are they not, are they on the trip? Too? Maybe he doesn't have a family. He's oh wait, he's a Disney office. dad. Is he? He's, he's got some family. 
Well, he's cheating if he's doing it online too. He needs to go out and get a Rand McNally Atlas oh, and do it the brand. Do it only the hard way. Brand. Yeah, that's my Make Atlas of choice. That's mine too. Actually, oh, yes, Rand McNally Hyler, is the way to go. Hyler. They sponsor the show, actually, Rand McNally. <laughs> do you guys not think that? Um, even when you can't get to Disney, maybe just like some people really get into vacation planning. And so maybe planning oh, an imaginary trip is some kind of self-therapy. There, Disney pick a hotel, like like all that stuff, because See, that's there's a even difference, further depressing. There's a difference between me between... I don't know. Uh, Kevin, we need to hear from you. <laughs> oh, wait, is this Disney dad or Kevin? His na- He is a Disney dad oh. named Kevin. Oh, okay. That lives in Washington. I think it's okay. DC or state. Oh, God, he lives in Washington state? You and I are on state? the same page on I everything. Think, you know, he could be out at the bar... Drinking and picking up babes and <laughs> while doing this, no, no instead no, of I'm doing this, how do you know he doesn't have a wife? Well, I, I don't, I think but we're maybe. endorsing something bad here. Oh my gosh, I I'm just gonna hang out with to get out of his own mind and live where he's at. You know, yeah. this is like a self help show. <laughs> well, sir, <laughs> good for you, but something needs to change in your life. Date. This is all like daydreaming, only with. Google map, right? Well, yes. And that's the other thing. I mean, don't, I don't know. I guess I'm not the tech person, but don't we have other kinds of technology things and apps and whatever that we all do that takes us to these, you know, do these imaginary things. And because they're tech toys, it's acceptable and it's fun. No. (laughs) Wow, Wow, guys. If you could have seen the looks on everyone's faces right now when I said that. We got nothing. (laughs) I wasn't following along. I apologize. I was following along. I'm trying to think of an app for a toy. I think we have to um, convince Teresa. Because Teresa, for almost all of these, she's, I'm not getting it. I know. We need to have an intervention. No, I think she wants an intervention (laughs) for me. Yeah. Kathy needs needs help. I mean, okay. I can look around the room that we're in, and there are Disney touches in here that I absolutely love and I would take into my home. But I would not do my home like this. I would not, and I daydream just as much as anybody else. It's a perfectly healthy, normal thing. But it's not obsessively I'm daydreaming about, and I'm probably going to lose friends and, and Facebook <laughs> people for this. But I think you've already lost one. I know. I've already lost one. <laughs> but I don't, I can't, I mean, if it's a, if they're planning an entire trip, Sure, I could do that in my head, but I wouldn't take too much time on it because you're not living in the moment then, you know? I mean, you know, but if you're doing something mundane yeah. that doesn't yeah. take a lot of brain activity, right. then by all means, so go for an, it. It can be, you're but saying, if you're, with you're saying your it's a good way to pass the time, but don't spouse. let it interfere with yeah. your actual everyday life. Yeah, if he's going That's into healthy. his office and leaving the family behind, yeah, to do shutting this, himself then, in there then and doing whatever with Disney. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't know enough. You <laughs> oh my know. gosh. Wow. Okay. I'm not a doctor, nor do I play one on TV. <laughs> no, I do really? How about on the podcast? Yeah. All right. I have one last, <laughs> one last confession. Disney wife Michelle in Ohio writes, I'm going to send my hubby's boss to Davy Jones's locker. My husband can't use his regular days off with his vacation time anymore. And this means that we're either going to have to leave late for our vacation or change our reservations. How dare that boss mess with my perfectly planned Disney trip. So this is a case of vacation planning interference, which can be very hard on a neurotic Disney vacation planner. I think her frustration here? is valid. She's just yeah. frustrated. She's, it is weird. She's very mad and because her, you know, anal retentive vacation planning has been messed up. Well, not even that. Her nowadays, husband husband's boss. Nowadays, 
with fast passes and everything, somebody messes with your days that you're going to come here, you may not be able to now get your Anna and Elsa fast pass or it's, I think, you know, five years ago, that wasn't a problem where you could be upset, but now there really is something Mm -hmm. you're, you know, the, the quality of your vacation has now changed. And yes, it's important to keep your job, but it's important to, <laughs> to enjoy your vacation, too. Yeah, I think the frustration is valid. I mean, obviously, there's probably not too much she can do. She has they have to do what the Maybe boss says. Maybe he didn't says, really but... want to go, and he just told her that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be wrong. Right? Yeah. True, true. But so how, how would you deal with this? How would you handle this situation? I'd, you know, try to give some hints or tips to the husband to say, hey, this is what you should say to the boss. Oh my God. And <laughs> what, what you do is the wife and the kids go when the husband comes when he can. You, you soldier on through. So you wouldn't write Pirates of the Caribbean fan fiction involving the boss <laughs> going to Davy Jones's locker? I just found that way. I'm going to put him in Davy Jones's locker. Or whatever it was. That's a little extreme. Yeah. I kind of took it a, a, a different differently because sometimes bosses aren't all that reasonable and I don't know that I'd want to risk upsetting that boat but like maybe try to look at the brighter side of it and rather than you know being villainous or whatever just um plan a new vacation i mean disney fans love planning vacations we have kevin in washington who plans them even when he's not going so you know this is just maybe another opportunity to hone the vacation planning skills sherry says she would leave her husband Take the kids and go when he can uh, come when he can i mean you know if it's that's actually a really good boss related thing and it's well, just shortening your trip a little bit just bye honey you know here's some food for you to eat but come see, and join us when you can not all women are like you that would do that some women are like oh you know, like my sister who oh i can't she doesn't watch stuff i can't go anywhere without my husband I yeah you know some people are like that. i know and i understand that, and that's fine that's cool i mean I if you're gonna yeah. lose your job over your disney vacation well you've got to pick your job yeah that's a little so extreme. you know you have to figure out where that line is and if it means yeah going as long as it's okay and right, it's mutually right. agreed upon because if you've already got the trip planned and you've already got your fast passes to go or, you know you're going to lose money because now right, you're, you're within you know, a certain time yeah yeah you know compromise people wow we agreed on something <laughs> yeah what a great way to end the show <laughs> on that happy note okay yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> That is actually going to do it for this week's show. We hope that you enjoyed it, and we'll see you again next time for another edition of The Diz Unplugged. Thanks for joining us. And remember, for your own personal safety, please avoid all natural bodies of water and keep your hands inside the boat.